0: Well, welcome back, Kitas Valley Sports Talk fans, episode seventeen. I'm here. I'm Eric Sarnson with John Good at Luke Olson. Who's our seventeen episode this week? Seventeenth episode
1: in Bing Country Studios.
0: Yeah, we're getting big time here, guys. What's what's our we just had it in my mind and I spaced it? Who's our Mitch Hanniger episode? Yeah.
1: Mitch Hanniger. Mitch Hanniger. Jersey number Mm seventeen.
0: Yeah, and you're wearing all Mariners gear today. I yeah. I got my Edgar Martinez Hall of Fame shirt right on, my Mariner's hat. Uh, part of the reason was my uh, wife and I did some clean out this weekend and Paige found this shirt still in the bag and said, you really needed to have that one, didn't you? <laughs> I, said, I said,
1: I didn't. It's the Allegra Marketing is Hall of Fame. And so yeah.
0: I had to wear it. So she saw it was on the podcast. Yeah. So
1: yeah. I wasn't there, but I could hear the tone of her voice in your <laughs> recollection there. So yeah, well, that's we, never happened in my house. We, yeah. we cleaned out. We, we have I have a problem with holding on to clothes and stuff. And we
0: we had a good clean out, start the new year off fresh. So. Speaking of that, did you guys have a good New Year's? I heard there was a pretty good concert somewhere.
1: Well, I don't know <laughs> if I'd call it a concert, but uh, you yeah. know, there, there, I will. Uh, you know, I will give credence, because some truth to the rumor that uh, mm. that Luke and I might have rang in the New Year uh singing uh don't stop Believin'" by Dude, journey right. on the karaoke machine yeah.
2: <laughs> um
1: I, re- I requested that song all night when it finally came yeah <laughs> as you were walking out yeah, and then so we had to, i mean we had to do it we had to give the fans what they want 100 percent the fans wanted to see john and luke on stage i know i'm bummed i missed it was- of course that was before uh <clears throat> i want to say about an hour before i had uh you know, if I can toot my own horn, I really brought down the house with uh, Def Leppard's "Pour Some Sugar on <laughs> Me." You
2: you opened up. That was the first song, right? I believe so. You opened it and then closed it.
1: Yeah, yeah. I mean, <clears throat> I don't know. I, I mean,
2: I don't not the talent, be. or you know, <laughs> I. You're 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 behind the wrong microphone right now. That's
0: I'm wrong. behind the wrong I mean, microphone. We could record, John. You could, this could be the future.
1: You know what? There, There is a possibility, and I have texted your better half, Luke. Willow, I said, I think I saw you videoing us. Um, <laughs>
2: yes, you did. And I will
1: also admit that, you know, Luke has got the voice of angels, whereas I went more with the, um, you know, everybody knows that song, Don't Stop Believing." Right. So I kind of gave more of an opinion piece, my commentary on it, you know. When, you know, just a small town girl. And so I would give the appointment, the, you know, in my opinion, like maybe she doesn't get a task. Luke started singing again, she's living <laughs> in a lonely world. Maybe she needs friends. That's yeah. what I would say.
2: So,
0: yeah. Well, I, I did hear from, a, you know, and I think this is a stepbrother's quote that Luke's voice I heard is a combination of Jesus and Fergie. Ooh. <laughs> so, uh, I think that's pretty darn good there. Yeah. <laughs> So <laughs> that's a great line, well, well, and it's totally true. So when we have our next uh we need our next ad recorded for Fitterers, Luke can be our I'm singer be of that, that ad. Maybe right. yeah. 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 Man, thanks again, Fitterers furniture. Big news they re-upped with us for another year. And thank you, Fitterers. Thank you. Quality furniture since 1896. Head down there, tell them, thank you. Try to buy, you know, go buy something from Tom the Kid at to Valley Sports Talk saying you. Right now there's a store wide clearance sale up to 60% off on a variety of marked down items in the store. Sounds good to me. Heck yeah.
1: Yeah. well uh well wait uh, you also rang in the new year with a few fireworks I we believe. did yeah yeah we had a good little sea show. lions road is uh that battlefield that survived it your did. war of fireworks did. yeah uh,
0: unfortunately we had a uh <laughs> we had a, ra- a rain delay because it yes. sucked on new year's eve otherwise yes. but you know hopefully maybe these guys will sponsor us too. the uh my radar pro app is when I use coaching baseball, and it saved my butt a few times when we needed to get the game in and they're yep. about to cancel it. And I said, Well, look at this little cloud's about to leave. And right. I happened to pull it up, sure enough, rain stopped, ran outside, blew things up for about 25, 30 minutes, and it started raining as soon as we finished. So it worked out good. Um, I think we had a, you know, a little bit of sports and national talk. I mean, what if it was kind of a fun weekend? Uh, I feel like today's Monday. We're recording on Thursday, right? Yep, Mm -hmm. Thursday. The 2nd. But, you know, we had a big weekend of football. Unfortunately, the Seahawks lost. But how much fun was that seeing Marshawn Lynch on the field? It was cool. It was pretty
1: cool. And... The the biggest thing about the touchdown, as soon as he crossed the plane on his touchdown, mm-hmm. I was looking not at the, the the scrum of guys. I was looking out at the perimeter, and yes, it took about five seconds before I saw Skittles Dang right. on the field. I saw they showed the crew picking them
0: up off the ground yeah, after they yeah, scored. Yeah, and, yeah. Uh, I don't understand how we weren't how we got del- how We weren't even broke the huddle in that delay a game. They, Russell was yeah, still it was calling. Like the three play.
2: seconds left, and they were still in the huddle.
0: Yeah, I mean I understand. Uh, we had a, a guy comment on our Facebook. Um,
2: but well, the, the guy was hurt and they were trying to make room for him, but still, I don't, Pete said when they, usually when a team spikes, it almost feels like a timeout because they're stopping the clock. And oh, but the, they kind of got relaxed. I've, he says they didn't,
1: but I think they did. And yeah. They kinda... So on, you know, I, I am well past my playing days. As you guys have said, I'm, I'm more of a musician now with my voice, but, uh, <laughs> So I, I hate to say this as an armchair quarterback, but let's harken back to an old uh, podcast with, with uh, former Wazoo quarterback Alex Brink. Yeah. And I would, I remember I asked him, in in you know you're on the goal line, huge play, season kind of changing play. How nervous do you get? And he goes, when you practice every single day for your entire life for that, mm-hmm. and you go over it over and over again with with personnel that you know. It's kind of, he didn't say it was easy, but he goes, you're so prepared. You don't allow yourself to get caught up in it. And it seems like on the flip side, we got caught up in it. I say, we, yeah. the Seahawks got caught up in it and you know, you don't like a loss, but um, I'm more upset about just, I mean, we we're on the half yard line and all of a sudden we are on the six yard line was and our, that really oh, is frustrating. It was our redemption. Why Marshawn said he
0: unfit oh, yeah. his business. Yeah. But also he didn't have his helmet on. <clears throat> on the sideline when they showed him He was just kind of kicked back hanging out But I understand he wasn't in the two minute offense but... That could
2: have been something that he should have been Had been ready yeah, I don't want to say that because True That's, that yeah, but... He hasn't lost a lost much He still runs hard <clears throat> and he can
0: pack a punch Yeah, That was kind of fun uh, The other game, I think you were at a basketball game But the, how fun was the Clemson uh, Ohio State game Did you guys get to watch that?
2: I did until the last quarter,
0: it yeah. was, all, that was all you needed to watch. Uh,
1: I was, I didn't get to see it, but I had it on my app mm-hmm. and I was kind of watching, you know, live stats updated. That that would have been a good one. That was definitely people got their money's worth on oh, that one, man. That was, yeah, because the other one was a blowout.
0: Luckily, it was a blowout because I snuck off and watched the Cross County Rivalry game that we uh, are going to talk about later. Yeah, but the Timothy Cups re- revived, and uh, who you got? Who you got? And they went
1: in uh, LSU or Clemson. LSU just kind of destroyed him. I kind of feel bad for Oklahoma because everybody yeah. says, "Why do we let them in the playoff every year and they get blown out?" But of course, they're still one of the best teams in the country. They just don't right. have good success in the in the CFP right. playoff. Yeah, hmm. say, yeah probably LSU. LSU. I'd say
2: so. Yeah, uh, it won't hurt my, won't affect my day. Whoever wins, but yeah, there's. I think that's a great setup, though. Yeah. I'm gonna go with LSU as well. I think
0: it's gonna be a fun game. That'll be a fun matchup. Yeah, I don't care. I mean, I, I've been rooting for Coach L this whole time, but yeah, it's hard to root against Dabo Swinging. He and he seems like a very genuine good person, yeah, and he's pumped. And usually, when dynasty teams, you kind of get over people, people or them winning all the time, but I they've built it from scratch. I mean, who heard of Clemson
1: before yeah. Dabo's time been a while since they have been relevant, yeah. Well, so,
2: Willow didn't even know they
1: were a school. Right, really? Yeah, <laughs> that she just proves who? my point.
2: She's like, "Who? I don't even know who they are." Wow, where
1: at are you from? Mary
2: University. Yeah, they
0: got books and everything. But that means she's yeah. paying
1: attention
2: to you, Luke. Yeah, that's good. That's true. That's
0: good. Yeah. All right. Well, let's move on to our next segment. Here, we're going to take a short pause. Uh, End of the at midnight's over. End of the century. We have a lot that's happened, especially in the last few years in this valley. Uh, we're going to cover some of the highlights that we've been sitting here brainstorming for very hard really right. hard, Racking our brains. Looking forward to it. And we'll be right back after this message.
2: Is a new sofa calling your name this new year? Maybe a recliner?
0: Whatever furniture needs replacing. When it comes to furniture upgrades, you can trust the professionals at Fitterers Furniture in Ellensburg. A knowledgeable sales staff, certified interior designers, and three floors of quality home furnishings are just some of what you'll get at Fitterers. Fitterers also offers in-house financing, free delivery, and hallway in Central Washington. Fitterers Furniture, quality furniture since
1: 1896.
0: Fitterers, Fitterers. Valley Sports Talk fans, we're back. And we just wrapped up a heck of a 10 years of sports in this valley. That's right. I wish we would have been podcasting this whole time because we'd have some great stories to come up with. Um, For YouTubers watching us, we got you can't see it. But on our board over there, we got a list of things. We've been sitting here. I felt like a teacher writing everything down. It was nice. right. fun reliving some of the moments we have written down. And I'm sure that we forgot somebody. We've probably forgotten a team along the we way. We can't remember them all. No. A, a team or an individual. I mm-hmm. got some on my phone too. Like, yeah. This, I mean, the, the first part of these 10 years, I was still in college. Yeah. I yep. remember much from it. So yeah. <laughs> other than <laughs> that great degree, it's sitting over there on the wall. That's right. Um, So let's go through, what do you guys want to start? Teams or turn moments? Let's do teams.
2: Okay. Teams. Okay.
0: Okay, some of the ones we have written <laughs> down, no order specifically. We're gonna save the, those first two for the last because that's pretty big. Uh,
2: How about all those softball? Yes, yeah, Ellensburg yeah. girls softball, second in state last in, two years ago, last year twenty eighteen, then they got third in twenty seventeen. But last ten years, they've made it the last nine out of ten years. They just missed it last season. Yeah, the first
1: right time nine years in a row. That's amazing. So it's and then. So they mean, they've been the top 16 teams in the state year after year after year. If not further. Yeah. Except one year. That's amazing. That shows. I believe Scott Gant. I'm not sure how long he's been there, but. Before Scott was uh, Kopsinski. Dave. um, And. uh, He had the first part of this. Yeah. Yeah. That was a good. Year in and year out there, they are a factor at the. uh, Well, definitely at the CWAC level, but Mm -hmm. uh, clearly at the state level as well. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, it's been a hell of a heck
0: of a run yep uh the next one we wrote down is cleon softball they've made it to the state tournament in the 1a7 out of 10 years also it's pretty darn good it's a pretty i mean and then you also throw in the Kittitas softball team who's been all i mean that's been 14 years in a row or 13 i think <laughs> but but this decade they were 10 years yep solid last year they made it to the semifinal game and uh i i think this goes to show and we can't you know talking about those teams And I can't remember who posted on our Facebook when I put the post out about this and talking about the youth or youth programs. And you see what they're feeding. Yep. And our youth programs are what, because our softball teams, the 10 year olds, 11 year olds and 12 year olds are all been going to the Babe Ruth world series
1: and look at the product of it. And that's pretty awesome to see. You're seeing these things paying off along the way. Well, and so I have like personal history with that, or I guess I should say my youngest Adeline, um, who is now 12 and she'll be playing, seventh grade softball for Kittitas here this spring, here in a couple of months. But we were part of a, an all-star program. And and uh, one, it's fun from a camaraderie standpoint, but you get, you're playing with girls. I mean, a mix of uh, Cleo yeah, and Ellsberg and Kittitas girls. And you're thinking, wow, I can see some good talent that is just going to get better. So as a parent, I try not to live vicariously through my kids, but it's really fun to see that growth uh, and that potential. And then of course, to see it like take shape in high school. Yeah. Yeah. And, you know, and that's kind of what you're doing as a young age, you're building these kids up to go
0: play for their high school programs. Yeah. The natural step of things. And I'd say it's a pretty dominant decade of softball in this Valley. And it's been going on long before that, but we're not talking about long before that we're talking about now. So let's move on to some baseball on here. Uh, actually let's talk about the 2019 Ellensburg cross country team. Uh, I know they've had multiple successful teams in the past, but
1: that's yep. the most recent to mind. And both the men's and women's.
2: Yeah.
0: Men's. Yeah.
1: Women winning it all. I even think that uh, state race <clears throat> maybe made Luke a fan of uh, cross country. It did. 100%. Yeah. 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 Just the whole season. It was pretty fun. Yeah. It that whole a... that entire season. But uh, kind of like what Coach Hashimoto said in a podcast about a month ago now. Right. Uh, oh. Just, you know, you could see it building year after year after year. And, girls winning it all um we'll talk about some individual champions here in a second but the boys place in third um just a really dominant program not just a team but program year after year oh there's a lot of hard work putting into that and let's go on to some
0: other teams we have written down up there okay i guess i'm kind of biased this one because i i'm the head coach of it but Kid has baseball. Uh, yep. so this decade was started by Merle Watkins. He was yep. a Hall of Fame baseball coach. He's in he the is a Hall, of, Hall Famer. of Famer, which could be a top moment for this, for this last nice decade, but we didn't, we, we should write that down for so Coach Watkins, Hall of Famer. will add that to the list, but seven out of the last 10 years, we've made it to the, or the final 16 teams. Um, uh, a couple of times we got, made it to the second round, the eight and then lost to uh, DeSales in Walla Walla while they were still in the prime. Oh, it was bad. There's, I'm sorry, it was a bad, there were some questionable calls along the way. You can say that now. I can say it now. And uh, their dominance is over with. I mean, they're still decent,
1: but... uh, Can we talk about some positive things we were talking about in the break? Yes. Uh, One of those state teams. The floor is yours, coach, but... uh, So our guest here,
0: after we're done talking about this segment, Jaden Metter, Kittitas alumni, is at Corbin Community College, or Community College, their four-year college, or NAI. Uh, And he was in eighth grade. It was, this was Actually, it was his freshman year mm-hmm. of this team. We had to bring up – he played as an eighth grader. And then his freshman season, we brought up more eighth graders. I believe we had at least four or five eighth graders on that team. And the majority of them played. And it turned out it was the coolest moment. Uh, districts up at Wenatchee Valley Community College would beat White Swan. The coach before the game was saying, man, it's been a long time since we've been to the state tournament and talking about how they're going to need to go to the state tournament. Right. And, Still see W's look when he came back to the dugout, like this guy, yeah. But the last out made to an eighth grader, uh-huh. Chance Alaman. Maybe he wasn't an eighth grader, but he made the last out. Uh, the youngest team in Washington state history to ever qualify for a state tournament. And that
1: team name is
0: Kittitas Coyote. There you go, that's right, baby. Wow, that was a lot I of fun. still remember that. Yep, pretty, pretty special moment. That was that was pretty awesome. Um, Am I missing the other two? I mean the two most in that on that there's a lot of people comment on the Facebook about these two, and it's pretty obvious. Yeah.
2: Uh, Ellensburg baseball. Three state titles in the last 10 years. Yep. And then three out of four, right? Or three out of five. Yes. Yeah. yeah it's five three. years they won three. Yep. They've
0: been
1: to the state tournament seven out of ten right. years as well. And and they're 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 in the conversation every year. Always. Um it's a heck of a program being built. Yeah. That three state titles, um, and then that continued rivalry. It seems like the state yeah. title goes through Ellensburg or, or Seeler, who yeah. won the last
2: last year. Yeah, the yep.
1: last five years have been
0: Ellensburg or, or Seeler winning yeah. the state yeah. championship game. Yeah, so that's uh, just amazing to me. And I even I'm not going to read the text, but I asked Coach Gibson uh, just a little bit ago. Out of those three teams, which one was your best team? And his comment was, if they each played a seven game series. I guess it would have to be a 6 game series because of even numbers but they would tie. Each <laughs> yeah. team has certain different greatness to it and why they were each one was differently great and he thinks it'd be fun it'd be fun watching them battle it out and that would be cool. See how they could do that. Yeah. And then the other team that we had written down was uh, Kidditas Basketball, 3-time state champions, not just 3-time but 3 in a row. 3 in a row. Yep. And what a what a I mean, I was talking to Luke before this podcast started and we're not done talking about Kidditas Basketball, but um, before this, I mean, we've always been kind of successful and teams yep. always been good and state yep. tournaments, but I don't think Luke and Ryan Coon realize what they're actually getting to cover because state, the state championships all packed together in five years. hasn't been really a consistent thing.
1: Yeah. It's uh, um, you talk about like Luke and Ryan Kuhn, you know, sports writers, mm-hmm. sports editors, I should say, yeah. but even as a fan, I mean, just looking back, just how, what a privilege it is to, see that state championship in Yakima or mm-hmm. state championship in Spokane. I mean, I don't know if that's once in a lifetime, definitely once in a generation, maybe. Yeah. Um, obviously, Kiditas has, has a lot of change over this year. Um, mm-hmm. Still has some success and, in Ellensburg, again, they didn't win it last year, but they were a factor again. So yeah. hopefully that's just continued success. Success breeds success. Absolutely. So, yeah. In that Test team, you can't forget the, uh, I mean, just the
0: the players they had, and those those dudes were dedicated to their basketball. And yep, they worked hard, and, and even uh, Caleb Harris is still he's still he's red shirt in Spokane right now. But yep, uh, but some good players along the line, and and let that all rolls us right into top moments for the year because of Brock Irvine. He was the leading scorer in that team. He was the Washington State, now the Washington State leading scorer.
1: That's right. He <clears throat> uh, scored uh, thirty one hundred points <clears throat> in his four year career. Mm-hmm. Uh, I still remember, well, you and I were both there when he broke Lance and Boar's record of, uh, I was there too. state, uh, what's that? I was there too. Yeah. You were at that game too. So all three of us were there I and snuck in late. I got yeah, the, actually, relevant. you but know, you,
2: you announced it. Yeah, yeah, you I did. remember.
1: So the, yeah. uh, district five rep, his name is escaping me, but uh tri-cities prep guy. Oh, Dan, uh, called what's and it? said, Hey, you know, would you want to announce this game? Because you're, you know, I announced the kid at ass games here at home, and and I thought, I mean, one, what an opportunity! I I was kind of honored by the call, and and of course, I didn't, I didn't even hesitate. I was like, um, "Yes, heck, yes!" <laughs> was the um, edited version of what I said, and and uh, still remember it. Uh, it's pinned on your Twitter still of uh, Brock hitting that basket, uh, mm-hmm. which was. The most acrobatic catch layup. I think right. the pass was from Bailey. Yeah, and he yeah. Was, Brock yeah. was basically behind the hoop. And yeah, reversed it. Yeah, but uh, a nifty up yeah. and under, as yeah. I would call it when I'm PA announcing. Absolutely. But, uh, yeah, that's and uh, that Dep- was it. Definitely a top moment. And that, that was for a decade for now. the decade. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I, know, I should maybe it
2: to that last, but maybe ever in the county. Yeah, for sure. It was a good one. It yeah. was a big one. A little then, sidebar.
0: Yeah, I was at both of the last two time someone broke that record because denbor uh, it was either a couple thousand point but he broke that record against us when i was in high school really really and then i got I, that's the main reason i made that drive because i drove one arm and just had surgery i'm like i'm gonna go see it go see that record yeah. break when he did it again that was awesome
1: yeah you know what really quick and this is uh <laughs> this is definitely not um Part of the decade because I'm going to be talking about uh, ladies who have have moved on and graduated and everything like that before 2010. But you know when we talk about Brock Rave being the state's leading scorer, obviously he's the Valley's leading scorer as well. Um, but on the on the on the women's <clears throat> side, the top three scores right now, and I can thank Jeff's place uh, for thank this. You. Jeff Place and his uh, and his check him out incredible work that he does, but. I was noticing on one of his many posts that I read, the top three scores are Christina Burchetta, Kittitas, mm-hmm. Katie Hart, Kittitas, Kayla Standish, Ellensburg. Wow. Which, uh, and they're all over 2,000 points. And uh, so the, the top four scores, one for, for the uh. men and three for the women, wow. are all Kittitas Valley um, players. Um, obviously, all of them are, are college elite players as well so yeah, yeah. well that's awesome that, and yeah that could be a top moment is Kayla yeah. playing at gonzaga having a
0: very and yeah. she's playing got in drafted in by
1: minnesota right now she's playing in uh
0: australia currently she's not playing because she just had her child she just first had child,
1: so first child yeah, congratulations yeah, sure. to him yeah. which is probably a big moment for the standish clan in in the decade there i i saw grandpa dave yep at uh the santa <clears> hoops classic and
0: he was just as nervous watching his other grandkids as he was really? when I was watching That's her cool. play. And that was pretty That's awesome. Cool. Yeah. What, what are next? some other moments, think, other uh, individuals? Let's go top start at the bottom there. That this year, uh, she she got close to beating it, but Grace Terrell, number two scoring goal leader in the state of Washington,
1: all yeah. time soccer. Yeah, and you saw a few of her games.
2: She's she's pretty dang talented. <laughs> yeah, she's one game I went. She at least had five, six goals. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's pretty pretty impressive. So and she's on her way to Eastern. Yeah, she'll do well mm-hmm. there. um yeah i think she was just a couple short yep if they would have maybe maybe made it a little deeper in state she had a shot at it but uh yeah i knew they were kind of keeping tabs on the last month or so and action happened to be it happened to be that the the girl that was ahead of her was somebody that babysat grace no no way are you
1: serious yeah
2: wow wow what a link so that's awesome pretty unique
0: uh unique experience that is cool yeah it's awesome uh the next one up we're gonna save the last because I feel like that's a that's big a big one. one. That's a huge yeah. one. Uh we talked about Brock there. Tia and Mario. Yeah Tia. father son. Father, father daughter. I'm yeah. sorry, father yeah. daughter. It's been a long day.
2: Yeah, Tia and I <laughs> was obviously one of the best volleyball players out of Ellensburg. Um, definitely. And it just happened to be, you know, she went on to go play for Gonzaga and it happened to be her first collegiate match was against her father's team, Mario. Yeah. And uh I went down to, or went went up to Spokane, and so did our photographer, and that was uh, one of our top five moments for the day. The record, and I thought that was just kind of a, it's a really cool experience that they got to share on the court, you know? right? But what
1: uh, would yeah. that be? What would be like to coach <clears throat> against your kid? That'd be, I mean, ooh, it'd be cool to coach with your kid, interest, but what? <laughs> yeah. I mean, do, anyway. you, do you give the true scouting report, or do you be dad? Yeah, and I don't I know, know. I don't know, or do they not talk to each other? Right. right. Did, they, do you remember that? I mean, they, do they keep they, it pretty family oriented rather than volleyball oriented leading up to the to the match? They didn't. They, I guess, they kind of poked fun at each other yeah. that
2: week. Uh, but uh, yeah, they, it was just like any other game. It felt like to. to she said she was nervous at first, but once she got going, right. she was. Uh, what an opportunity! But I, yeah, I could see Mario at times smiling. Or <laughs> yeah, you know, she. I mean, she racked up like twenty assists against. Jeez, and they beat Central three zero. I mean, Division one team, but yeah, it was really really cool. That is a cool. Experience. But that was a moment he'll never forget. Yeah. yeah. <clears throat>
0: Who's next up on that
2: list? Leah Holmgren, cross country state
0: title this year. Yeah,
1: yeah. Uh, one thing I like about Leah and her success was, it seems like the target was on her back uh, the entire year. I mean, she seemed to be that in the maybe the Bellingham girl. Yeah, like, uh, but it seemed like her her name kept on coming on top as the the person to beat and for to not uh, crumble under those expectations and help you lead your team to state with the state title of your own. That's that's awesome. Yeah, yeah, um, quite a yeah, quite a year.
2: Who's next on that list up top? Catherine Krimp. That's that is really. I always was kind of fascinated just how well she improved after. One season, because just as a junior, she only shot in the seventies once, one time, mm-hmm. and it was like a seventy nine. <clears throat> and then her senior season, she shoots every round in the seventies, and she was in at least she was mid low seventies every round, pretty much. And uh her best round of the season happened to be her last, and they won her a state title right over at Meadowood Golf Course in Spokane. And I went over there for that last after. After, based off how she did the first day I was going to go, You know, I was, I was thinking if she was within a couple strokes, I would go. And she was just one behind the leaders. And she played really well. She's got a really good short game. And and I think she's doing pretty well at St. Martin's now. That's but, where she's playing at. Yeah. Nice. So. Is her
1: short game better than yours? Oh, <laughs>
2: I think so right now because she's playing all the time. I don't know. It's kind of spring, We'll find bro. out next week because I'm going to Arizona to play. So right. Really? Yeah. All right. A few days. So
0: I think cool invite, bro.
2: Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> but, uh, sorry. Yeah. I think she was the first one to win state, the state individual title in Ellensburg history. Yeah. yeah. But, uh, it was really cool. Really cool to yep. watch her, watch her play. Yeah. That's yeah. awesome. We'll round up these top moments that
0: we were able to come up with this year and oh, think you. about,
2: We got one more.
0: Yeah. We're rounding oh. up with him.
2: Oh, yo. I oh see yeah. You. He's okay. We're we're wrapping are. it up.
0: <laughs> no, I appreciate it because usually <clears> I forget that. Uh, junior lead guard, Ellensburg baseball player. Uh, the first state title that Ellensburg won, I remember being there in attendance at County Stadium, in Yakima. Beautiful day. I can't remember who they played. Um, I guess there was a little bit more mo- I mean, he was, you know, it was, it was a neat moment because unfortunately that year he lost his dad in the middle of the season. Mm-hmm. And then he goes in the state championship game, throws a complete game shutout
1: and hits i believe a solo home run and they win one nothing it's pretty impressive that's hollywood movie stuff right there. yeah that that you couldn't write it any better mm-hmm. i mean you really couldn't you no know? so mm-hmm. he's the offense and the defense yeah wins i mean with his team of course everybody me i mean, he had got nine eight other guys playing defense behind him but yeah. i remember
0: watching him that day and just thinking oh crap i mean this guy's this guy's on today right It yeah. was a lot of fun to watch and, Yeah. and i i, I in my opinion, if I was voting,
1: that'd be my number one—the top moments of 2000, this decade, 2010 and 2019. Yeah. Pretty good one. I know we've we've focused mostly on on high schools, and mm-hmm. and it's warranted. Uh, it's a uh, lot, you know, going up on campus, mm-hmm. going up the University Way north Little of north. the University Way there, and uh, I know the CW football team has had a handful of GNAC titles, mm-hmm. uh, you know, making the national tournament. 2017 there. Uh, in 2017 here mm-hmm. this decade and uh getting tripped up of course if you're going to lose they lost to the eventual national champion in texas a&m conference i still remember that game mm-hmm. and uh yeah. and maybe i mean i know it will be going into 2020 but maybe we can add the uh cbu women's basketball team to the mix on on this one mm-hmm. there's seven and four on the season i think it is and and uh yeah. GNAC play starts back up again today it's Thursday the second. And right. Um so I've I've been maybe it's not as monumental as uh you know some of the teams and, and scenarios we've been talking about, but the progression of the improvement of the CW women's basketball team um is pretty darn cool. Yeah. Um where they were really not a factor and now they were picked to win the GNAC this year. So hopefully uh, you know, the the Wildcats can prove the prognosticators correct that's right sure. so yeah that was a good good area or i guess central basketball yeah it was there for quite
0: quite a while and, yep. and i think it's rebuilding things back and yep. central baseball won its first GNAC title throughout this decade i can't remember the year right now that's right it was after it was probably after i played so it's th- it probably like 15 it was after you played but clearly it was the foundation we that built the foundation yep. that's, that's probably yeah. true <laughs> uh well, that that's the top moments we have written down. Ten years from now, what, what's the new story's going to be? We, you know, is to the, it's the first second day of the new year. There's lots of story to be written in our lives in the next year to ten years. My one prediction, I got a bold one. Okay, hopefully the podcast is still going in ten years. By that point in time, he's probably going to be sitting on ESPN. You think so? Yeah, hopefully, Mr. <laughs> Mr. Yeah, with sure our be and our guest call-in once a month will be from ESPN Recorder. Better Wilson. do it. Don't
2: don't forget the little people. Luke. Don't yeah, right. screw it up. <laughs> I, I, I might have a big podcast someday. and You guys will have to be guests. Dang right. Yeah. As
1: long as it's in Arizona during spring training, I'll make that. Yeah, you guys foot the bill. I'm there. I'm yeah, there.
0: Yeah. <laughs> well, that wraps it up for this segment. We'll be back with a quick scoreboard from her sponsors Fitters Furniture. We're not going to do the scoreboard quite yet, guys. We're going to do our guest. That's right. We're going to do our guest next. We got Jaden Metter, Kitas. We kind of already introduced him again. Currently at Corbin University, playing. They're about to start a senior year. And Our guest is brought to you by Fitters Furniture, and we'll be right back with the with a really fun interview. All right, Kitas Valley Sports Talk fans, we are back with our guest of the week, brought to you by Fitters Furniture, quality furniture since 1896. Today's guest, a guy I know well. Yes, you do. I've known him since he was in eighth grade playing on the high school varsity baseball team. Jaden Metter, Kittitas alumni, current Corbin Warrior. Jaden, thanks for joining us today.
3: Thank you. It's great to be here.
0: Uh, So we understand you're driving right now. Good thing you're on Bluetooth hands free. And I am assuming I heard you're lost, but hopefully
1: you find your way and we're here to help guide you. Um oh, yeah. So we oh, yeah. to call him out on the podcast. <laughs> we're 30 seconds into it, Jaden, and we've already chopped you down once. Well, we do got to congratulate you you recently engaged and uh, congratulations. Oh,
0: congratulations. Yeah.
3: That's awesome. Thank you. Thank you.
0: So Good. you're uh currently going into your senior season at Corbin, but let's start when you were Kiditas. Uh kind of walk us through your Kittitas career and I know you we were lucky enough to have you as an 8th grader and you played all 5 years for us and
3: yeah, talk about yeah. your time at Kittitas. Yeah, it was awesome. I remember, it's crazy because, yeah, like you said, in eighth grade, I got a call, or my dad got a call from Coach Watkins, Coach Merle Watkins, and it's crazy because I still remember we were, like, playing a game of Risk on the ground. Like, I remember (laughs) the scene and everything when my dad was like, "Uh, Coach Watkins wants to talk to you, and I was super excited. Um, (laughs) It's crazy how, like, I remember specifically, like, where I was, what I was doing, everything like that, because it was a big moment. Mm -hmm. uh and it was it was an honor to like be called up to ask um be called up to you know play it was just so much fun um yeah it was was cool get to know like upperclassmen and everything and um getting some some playing time and everything but yeah i was playing so eighth grade freshman year sophomore um it was cool to just be part of that uh, kid Task community um it's a small school obviously and you know, playing different sports. Everyone's playing different sports, um, and get to know a lot of people. And yeah, it was great. Um, yeah, it was a great time. I learned I learned so much under Coach Watkins and then you, uh, Coach Sorensen. Nice. Um, <laughs> yeah, it was, it was really cool. And honestly, like, yeah, that this the smaller like smaller town type, the community mm-hmm. actually helped me a lot. Even going into Corbin and going into college and um learning like the what do you call like uh necessities of of community and unity and stuff like that um but yeah it's great great time in kids i love it. i wouldn't take it back so i sure. got
1: a, i got a question for you you t- i mean your yeah. memories are very um excited in terms of just the opportunity you were talking about and then just being a part of the community but at eighth grade I mean, it's hard enough getting into a high school program as a ninth grader, but at eighth grade, were you intimidated by, you know, sophomores, juniors, seniors, or, or was it one of those things where you were just excited about the opportunity, no
3: matter how old you were? Totally. It was a lot of both. I was definitely intimidated. Even, honestly, even going into like freshman year, I was intimidated. Everyone was so big, seemed like, and <laughs> looked big. <laughs> and uh, I looked up to all those guys um, going, like coming in as an eighth grader. But also, I was just so excited. I always remember, um, even like right now, part of my, I'm kind of jumping ahead a little bit, but part of my like pre-pitch routine when I'm on the mound is, um, or if I'm getting into trouble and I need to like slow myself down, I literally just say to myself, play like a kid. And that kind of wow. brings it down to simplicity. And that's what I felt going into my eighth grade year um, on the high school team, is just playing because I had so much fun playing. And when I, you know, complicate things and everything it just makes it so much uh, like anxiety ridden and tense and everything and just playing like a kid. And so I, I kind of go back to that eighth grade year. And when I first started playing baseball, I'm um, just playing, having fun. And that's what really what it was. So I was intimidated for sure. <laughs> um, but it was really cool to just I loved it. I still do. Is
2: there any uh, guys you still stay in touch with from that team, those teams? Those four years, oh, yeah. four or five years?
3: Oh yeah. Eli, Eli Eilers, one of my best friends. We're good friends. We always, we always joke about times on the team and when we'd go the hotels and just mess around and of course coach stories and you don't know anything about that.
0: <laughs>
1: uh-huh. It's
3: funny how the stories come out a few years later. <laughs> <laughs> but,
2: yeah.
1: What, uh, I, I wanted to, um, talk about i mean obviously we're already going off the timeline we were talking about high school and then you were talking about just kind of how you apply some of those lessons to um college but so i'll keep off the timeline you you had said uh you know you have to you know you have to remind yourself to play like a kid it helps get over anxiety is that something that yeah as a as an upperclassman now in the college level have you kind of shared kind of uh those tactics in terms of, Hey, this is what works for me during game or during preparation. And when you can mm-hmm. see other guys struggling or, or, looking to, to improve themselves.
3: Yeah. Yeah, for sure. We, um, kind of as a pitching staff, cause I'm a PO, um, I only pitch there, but, um, as a staff, we do just kind of have the, like, these meetings and they're like just mental, mental training going over, like what's bouncing off our routine routines off of each other. Um, and, we kind of share our little nuggets of success what works for us. And of course, every player is individual and every player, something else works better for them. Um, but yeah, it definitely, we, um, I've talked a lot about that with some of the younger guys and they seem to like feed off of that. Well, like they kind of put a twist to their own, what, what works for them, but um, they, they seem, they take it well. And it's, it's really cool to see. And even for like, even younger guys, like I, I'm an upper class and I'm going to graduate this year but even hearing some of like what the younger guys have to say and I'm like okay yeah I can use that uh, as part of my routine or use a twist of that so it's been re- it's been really good to um you know just grow each other in that way there's not a lot of you know uh what do you call it just like upperclassmen and um, underclassmen division mm-hmm. we're pretty integrated and it's really cool to see that and I think I see that even in kid attacks like when I was playing in high school um, And I feel like for me, I, I kind of take took that into Corbin and wanting to help that culture grow. And I'm maybe I did a little helping a little bit with that, but for me, I, I don't I didn't want to see division in that at Corbin. So I I saw a lot of that. And, um, I saw how that helped in high school and everything. It was really cool. So I hope that answers your question, kind of.
1: Oh yeah, yeah definitely. So yeah, talk yeah. about
0: what, what was your decision? You know, you graduated from Kittitas and what made you decide yeah. to choose to go to Corbin?
3: Yeah. So I was looking for a lot of things in a college. And one of the biggest things was a smaller school. Mm-hmm. Um, Cause I was at Kittitas and it was a smaller school. And I really loved how the te- I was really good friends with teachers. We had good relationships and the teachers wanted the best for the, their students at Kittitas. And I saw that and I recognized that and I wanted that in a college so that was one of the biggest things was a small school. I was also looking at a private school, a private Christian school. Mm-hmm. I was one in that and then obviously baseball. I wanted the opportunity to play in a collegiate level. Um, and I didn't want something super close to home but not also really far. And so I came across Corbin, which is about everything. It was perfect fit. Um, just yeah, it was a small Christian school. Um, I was blessed with the opportunity to have a scholarship there to play baseball. Um, the coach at the time, just wonderful, great guy, um, great coach. Um, and it was cool to, to have that opportunity to play. So, and it's not too close to home, but it's not too far either. Just in Salem. So
0: that's perfect. Far enough away that yeah. the parents can't just show up at their front door. Exactly. Unless they're bringing money or laundry yeah. services. That's right. Yeah. <laughs>
3: I always bring my laundry home. You know, my mom will do. <laughs> huh. She's wonderful. A
0: little side note: His mom is an amazing cook. She cooked some oh, mean great. team dinners.
1: Really,
3: during oh, his time
0: yeah.
1: there, it was pretty awesome. So, are oh, you yeah. saying you miss the the team dinners over over a quality uh, athlete? I like, missed both. Okay. okay. <laughs> what was the biggest? Oh, of course. What was the biggest? Uh, as a freshman there, what was yeah. the biggest aha moment? Like the biggest difference between. Uh, High school ball and and college ball
3: Definitely The pace of play Everything was so much faster And that and that hit me quick too In fall ball um, just our first Scrimmage Um, me Pitching it was just everything was quick (laughs) Everyone just you know throws Running just plays um, How plays developed Um, It was crazy But also it was kind of It was kind of fun at the same time I realized how quick it was, and I just like, I want this. This is awesome. This is cool. And I failed a lot. I still do, <laughs> um, but it's 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 cool to like try to match. Like try to how do I say? As when I was a freshman, like learning that and trying to match that and up that. I guess
1: you keep growing. So was, yeah, yeah,
3: yeah, definitely.
1: What was the biggest thing that you had to change in uh, at least in your game to? You know, you talk about the the pace of play. Obviously, talent is yeah. going to be uh, yeah. different. What was the biggest thing that you figured? up, oh, I got to make this better.
3: Uh huh. I would say the my mental, my mental game for sure. Because I mean, at Kid Attacks, um, the talent, like that was the competition and stuff that we played, wasn't like it was a lot easier for me to just to go off of like physical ability and things like that. But then going to Corbin where I mean every every hitter one through nine is good <laughs> and being able to go off of um, just physical ability or whatever that only lasts for a little bit um, but the men- uh, mentality and the way I go about that in my mental game is what's going to last and so I, I quickly realized that and I'm still trying to hone in hone in the mental game because I struggle with that some but from high I'd sc- say that was oh. that was the biggest thing for sure.
2: Have you switched much? I mean, mechanically, or I mean, have you added any new pitches, or what? What's what have you changed yeah. since high school?
3: Yeah, I <clears throat> um, physically I have changed. So I throw like pretty much sidearm. I don't throw submarine. I don't touch the ground with my hand when I throw, but uh, <laughs> sidearm, and I've seen a lot of success with that. I switched. Let's see my the end of my sophomore year at corbin mm-hmm. um dropped my arm angle and i see a lot more run on my ball runs into righties um and then the implementation implementation of my slider which goes the other way um away from righties i've seen a lot more success with that. i don't throw that as hard i'll throw that hard but it's crazy to see just like that little bit of movement or that extra movement uh i've seen a lot more success with that it's fun too. I love the challenge of changing it up and learning new things.
2: <clears throat> what was really the reason? Did someone kinda of advise you or
3: uh so it's kinda of funny how story I was throwing a bullpen and like right before I was joking around with my pitching coach and I was like, Check out my new uh my new um, pitching motion. And so I did like a submarine like completely just like messing around. I was kinda of laughing and he was kinda of laughing too and he's like well, it's like, that's not out of the realm of possibilities. I was like, Oh, okay. (laughs) Wow. (laughs) Our coaching staff just talked about maybe like seeing if you could throw a sidearm or something like that. And I was like, Oh, that's funny. That's really funny. mm -hmm. You know? And I throw my bullpen and then my pitching coach is like, Hey, I was actually cope with serious. Um, I actually kind of want to see, we think you're a guy who's like athletic enough who might be able to make that transition and can do that. And might have some run in the ball or whatever. And so I, uh, I, <laughs> I just like throw two pitches and we won't talk about the rest of the season. This was like in April. So we had a month left, I think. <laughs> and so I throw a pitch, a fastball and whatever, and throw another one. And then uh, my coach was like, Thr- throw another one. <laughs> there another one. And then he's like, just throw a slider. And I was like, I don't know how to throw a slider. And so he just, <laughs> just kind of just shows me barely and I throw it. and, I would say for like the first time ever doing it, I felt pretty good. And uh, coach was, he was impressed. until so our head coach came over and, uh, it's like, Hey, throw it again. So I, I threw like 10 or 15 pitches and, um, they were like, yeah, what do you think about this? Cause we think, I mean, you're looking good. And I think it's just something we could, uh, you could do and you could have a lot of success, success with. And so I was like, yeah, I'm up for it. So, that's kind of how it got started, kind of jokingly, but it worked out.
0: Well, that's awesome. So let's go into you know, let's roll into your senior year coming up. You guys are back. You're back at school, and you're going to be. Uh, if you haven't started already, you're starting practice soon, and your season kicks off here shortly. What's uh, what's the yeah. season going to look like for you guys? And what's what do you think your role is going to be this year?
3: Yeah, this, um, I'm really looking forward to the season. Uh, we start January twenty fifth, I think is our opening day. Mm-hmm. We'll go we go down to Rockland, California nice. and play. Um it'll be a good season. This so let's see last year. Um I didn't get tons of innings. Um but I was more of a kind of a mid uh, mid inning relief, one or two innings, um, or kind of getting out of a jam or whatever two out um picture. But Uh, This year is going to be about the same. He'll look about the same. Mm -hmm. Um, Probably it was a good, kind of a good combination, uh, like a setup guy kind of right before uh, we put in our closer. Um, A lot of just different arm actions, different arm angles. So mine provides kind of a funky one Mm -hmm. uh, into the mix. And so that's what it's going to be like this year. Um, I'm really looking forward to it. I'm developing my slider a lot. Um, And that will, that will be huge. Um, well, as far as our team, we brought in, I think 11 new guys, um, compared to like 20, 25 last year. So this year, yeah, this year it's going to be, um, really good. I think we're, we're the tightest team that I've been on in my four years here. We're really close. Um, and last year was kind of, you know, cool, like rebuilding. Mm-hmm. year i guess uh, with a lot of new guys and this year we're really working well with each other and we saw it in um the fall it was it was cool to see uh just teamwork and uh yeah we're working well so i'm really i'm super excited i think we have a good shot at going to lewiston here in the for the world series uh, in the yep in the fall mm-hmm. or it's not in the fall in the summer
1: you kind of lead me right into my into my question in terms of uh is there I mean every game is I mean the most important game is the next one on the schedule I guess to pull out the cliche but are there is there a series you're really looking forward to or or a trip that you're looking forward to I mean you say California to start the season so it's going to be warmer than <laughs> it is in Cape yeah. Town right now but uh <laughs> what what are you looking forward to in terms of the opponents
3: Yeah um always <laughs> I for me I always look forward to uh lewiston going to lewiston playing lc state oh yeah. yeah it's i mean it's brutal uh, It's just brutal sometimes like weather-wise even but just i mean they're they're solid and um i'm i'm always up for competition i love the challenges and so bigger the challenge i want to take that head on and so um that's just that's a series I, all of us not just me but all of us our entire team we we crave and so we're really looking forward to that that series, even when they come to Salem. That's, That's awesome. going to be good. It'll be really good.
0: So, there's lots of stories to be told about those guys. That's always a fun fun game to play.
3: Well, oh, Jaden, yeah. we
0: uh, we certainly appreciate you being on with us. I just pointed Definitely. out on the wall of the our Big Country Studio here a picture of a uh, Jaden Metter in high school sitting
1: with Coach Hastings and I after you sign your letter of intent, and it's pretty cool oh, yeah. to see how far you've gotten to where you're at now. You know what Jaden, while you're on the phone here, we've been, you know, peppering you with with a bunch of questions. Uh Oh. Coach Country, Coach Mm Sorensen, talk about some some memories with uh with Jaden at the helm back in the day. I mean, any uh (laughs) a specific game, a specific maybe uh scenario or (laughs) or story even on or off field that uh about Jaden. Yeah. Oh Oh, yeah. I think the one thing about Jaden is how his confidence after his,
0: his four years of getting older, and I can't remember where we were at, but I remember telling you that okay, Jaden, halfway through warming up this ending, I want you to throw this ball halfway up the backstop. And you're like, oh yeah, why? <laughs> why would I do that? So just do it. Yeah, and I can't remember if it worked or not, but I'm sure it did. Yeah,
1: and, and
0: it, I know we missed <laughs> having Jaden because he was a dude you could put on the mound and just say, hey, go, go, do, go pitch seven, in. and yeah, he would. <laughs> yeah, and actually the. uh, <laughs> Uh, my second year, I think I got coach of the year for the league we we're in. Right. The only reason I got that was because Jaden went and shoved it up. Warden's, you know what, For seven <laughs> innings. And that was the coolest thing. And I love coach Caballero at warden. He's a friend of mine, but to see him just carve up warden that day, that was phenomenal. That <laughs> was awesome. Oh Yeah. Do you remember uh, that
1: one?
3: I think so. Yeah. 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 That was fun.
1: That was awesome. Hey, maybe when we're, uh, when we're off the record and we're all, Gathered around. I'd I'd love to hear more of those uh off the record conversations. You can't get in trouble in four anymore, Jaden. Oh, so yeah, exactly. Up, yeah. Totally. <laughs> awesome. Well, thank you again, Jaden. Good nice, luck Jayden.
0: this season, and we'll be talking to you soon.
3: Thank you so much. I really appreciate it.
0: All right. It's that time of the week, scoreboard time. What's been happening in our valley, fellas? Let's start with. Well, I guess if you're a YouTube watcher, you noticed last week we ended with someone missing from his seat. Where did that's we right. go? The Sundome. Whoops. That's right. That's right. He went down and watched Ellensburg play Sela Didn't work out for Ellensburg that night, but kind of looked like they had a, a sixth man on the court. We can say that. We're not six. on the team. Yeah, you're yeah. not a coach. Give oh, the refs. The refs, <laughs> yeah.
2: Sela um, took 31. I think they're pretty sure that was my re- lead. Mm-hmm. Yeah, was free, it was. was it free throw after free Yeah, man, there's a lot of free throws. Uh, yeah, a lot. Ellensburg from, attempts
0: just six free throws compared to Sila's 31.
2: And that was really the, that was the difference maker for sure. Um, I mean, you take 31 free throws compared to someone's 6. It's hard yeah. to when the final score is 60 to 48. Yeah. I mean, near the I mean even the fourth quarter Ellensburg, was they were fighting back. I mean, they were down I think they were down more than 20 at one point, but they kind of came back were down 11 or 12. And then they just got and you know, the, then Celia goes the line and they make sure, you know, they yeah. keep but yeah. Um 6 to 31 is kind of dramatic. Um But more, I mean, it was Noah Noah Pepper. um, He was MVP of the league last year as a sophomore. Um, I think he had 29 points in the game, but he had 14, 15 from the line. Wow. He was the blind all night. uh, Yeah, so that's how the game went. They had the
0: lead there for a little bit.
2: Yeah, so after the first quarter, yeah, they won a 7-0 run. I think Seelos just scored before the end of the first quarter. So Ellensburg had a lead. And then just from there, Sila went on a like an 18-1 run. That's tough. And that, yeah, that's tough to – And then the rest of the game, you know, they're trying to kind of fight back from that. But, uh, yeah, what is a they, short recap. The next night they played Lakewood. That, they and how would that – They they lost by 20, I believe. I don't know. I didn't know much about Lakewood. I'm, yeah. I don't know how they're going to finish this year, but I think
0: this team's building to be a pretty darn dominant one the next couple of years
2: think so they're young aren't they yeah yeah mm-hmm. but uh and they were they were without their best uh well not best player but uh a sophomore that's a pretty big part of the team in jt Fens, yeah um, i think he was just had a flu or a cold oh, or something shoot. but uh yeah so jt Fens, and then it's you familiar your name yeah his dad
0: really big in the agriculture community is he he was an egg salesman or farm salesman for John Deere and now he works for wardrobe so yeah I know you're listening Brian so hello how are <laughs> you uh, you know we talked about last week uh out out east Kittitas the holiday <laughs> hoops tournament that's right that's the name of it but uh Kittitas and Kittitas were both dominant or showing up there and and looks like the girls though well, they defeated Kittitas that first night we had that last week what's that the Cleom girls beating Kittitas and the uh, first game
1: yeah first game <clears throat> the first game um and then the boys lost to morton white pass that was a woodland what's that they lost to woodland on friday uh the boys, did. boys lost to morton white pass actually kid it, it boys yes i'm sorry i was saying Cleveland boys lost to woodland oh yeah yeah <laughs> i'm sorry we're I'm saying sorry.
0: the same thing geez just different teams
1: I'm already, uh, I'm still in, uh, I guess it's, I'm still distracted from New Year's Eve uh, Side note. festivities. <clears throat> it's yeah. Thursday, but doesn't it feel like Monday there? But That's right. All right. It feels like Monday. Uh, Monday brain on me, but uh, I, I was happy both the uh, Kittitas uh, boys and girls were able to bounce back. Unfortunately for local fans, somebody had to lose mm-hmm. when it was Kittitas and <clears throat> Um So Cleelum got the loss there to Kittitas mm-hmm. on Saturday. But I would say this, we were talking about it at the break the improvement of the Cleveland warrior team over the last couple of years has been really nice to see. Um, and so, um, I, you know, uh, I, I thought their, their inside play was pretty darn good. Um, and um, so that, that's going to, that's going to help them out. And, but uh, Kittitas got the W mm-hmm. and uh, the Kittitas girls also taken on Highland. They got the, the win as well. They got a big I win. think it was 47, 46. If I'm, if i'm correct i don't have that in front of me oh, but uh 45 44 pardon me well <laughs> so 45 right. 44 um and so that's good that's their second that's their second one point win if i'm uh if i'm correct and uh so yeah, like, you know that's good momentum you know that's, that kinitas boys cleon
0: boys game <clears throat> and I, I wrote on the facebook that gave us a pretty good preview for what's to come. You know, rumor is Cleom should might be coming down to the two B league and being his league. Yeah, and I don't see, I, I see that being a great matchup. I see that being a great rivalry. I mean, why not? Your cross county rivalry. Both game and every time we've played those teams there have always been a competitive game. Yeah, I yeah. got thrown out of the Cleom game back in high school. It was
2: pretty proud wow. moment. Wow. Um, yeah.
0: That's another okay. time, but. Uh, <laughs> I mean,
2: playing, playing. Wow, yeah, phantom, phantom. <laughs> you've counted two games you've been thrown out of.
0: <laughs> Limited, yeah, two yeah. games in my life. But I'm is trying. there more? No, just two. One uh, coaching and one playing basketball. Good uh, news is that same game, Luke Leeton hit like eight free throws in a row to beat Leeton. Luke Leeton, a good talent. Yeah, that, was that was a, good, was old a old great school. basketball player. Yeah, but I mean, so like for Kitatas, Justin Hudson, Hudson had twenty eight points. Eight assists, seven rebounds, five steals. Jamison Walters double double with thirteen points and ten rebounds. Cody Van Dorn and Blake Gatlin each scored twelve. Klielim Griffin Bader scored twenty points with eight boards. Jake Kelly tallied thirteen points with a Sterler. Sterling. Sterling, that's a good good word there, Luke. Yeah. <laughs> twenty <laughs> rebounds and five steals. And Jet Favero,
2: Jet Favero, yeah, that's yeah, that right. Yeah. Scored
0: fifteen points and Luke Chafin added ten and. It was back and forth the entire game. It was fun. To, it was a lot of it, fun it, to watch. It was a good game. It was, you know, it was a lot of fun to watch, and uh, it's too bad that game wasn't played on like a seven o'clock <clears throat> midweek, just packed full of people in that gym. Right. So that's what that game should have been watched in front
2: of. Yeah, yeah. and I, I talked to Eric Terrell for the game. Uh, I went to the Cleveland Girls to watch see if Grace Terrell would actually uh, surpass a uh, thousand career points. Yeah. She's on, she's eight short, so she should get it this Saturday, but. I did. I talked to her dad a little bit and he, he expected it to be a really competitive game with mm-hmm. his team and Kittitas. The Kittitas boys. Yeah. And it looks like it was. So yeah. are they going to match up again this season? <clears throat> I don't think so. Dang it. No, maybe, maybe next year.
0: Get it, well, twice next year, if that's the case. Oh yeah. Home and away. I'd like yeah. to go up there, get some pizza up there at the uh, oh, village, village pizza. Oh, and, yeah. Or a burger at the brick. Yeah. And the kid guys. I do it. Great stuff. Um, I think that kind of wraps up
1: our uh, scoreboard for the week, guys. It's been a light, uh, you know, this part of the season is pretty, pretty low key. Yeah. I mean, they can't really practice during Christmas Eve and Christmas mm-hmm. Day or New Year's Eve, New Year's Day. But uh, yeah. man, they're going at it uh, for the rest of the rest of January. You know, this as a coach, and I,
0: I relate this to baseball, but it's for every spring or every sport. If we're in a lull right now, <clears throat> like that, a snap of a finger, the season's going to be over with yep and we got a lot, a lot going on a lot of games we played in the next two months and make sure you get out and watch some of these guys especially this he said the goes, ghosts where do they play this saturday they play at home home saturday. yep yep and get out there and see grace Terrell beat that thousand career point mark and that's cool definitely yeah. a lot of fun and we're gonna be back with a fun segment that's right i think we decided on what's on our mind again with luke with luke this time can i leave can i leave this no. Time? no lock the door <laughs> nope can't get out <clears throat> Paisley, the guard dog, is out back. Can't leave. So we'll be right back. Uh, You know, we're going to throw a McGregor message on here just because they're a great sponsor. We're going to get rodeo here in a couple weeks, and uh, we'll be right back with with some what's on our mind.
3: Access to moisture is arguably the number one factor limiting yields in our region. Hi, I'm Kat Slois, the director of research for The McGregor Company. Phosphorus is critical in developing deep, fibrous roots, but largely ties up before ever reaching your plant. Imstruct by McGregor's protects and maximizes your phosphorus investment by keeping it more plant available longer. Imstruct improves nutrient efficiency, establishes larger roots earlier, and ultimately increases access to soil moisture. The results of Imstruct are striking, exclusively at McGregor's.
0: Well, we're back. We are back. With a very informative part and segment. What's on our mind this week, fellas? I want (laughs) to start. Last week, we talked about the calendar and our reveals. Wade LeBlanc, Mariner's calendar for the month of January. Interesting choice, right? Yeah, I don't understand that one, but okay. At least it's not hmm, somebody
2: bad, I guess. I don't know. Paxton, he's pretty
0: bad yeah, though. That the would have been Yankees. bad to uh, yeah.
1: Yeah. <laughs> the future Yankees. Put big maple on there. Uh,
2: I mean, does this calendar even gonna have? Oh, don't is ruin, that...
1: don't ruin it. Is that Guillermo? No, oh, oh,
2: he hey. ruined it next month. <laughs> oh god, some guy, some ran. I mean, there's no way all twelve of those guys will be on the team. No, someone will be will gone. He... Uh, good question. I think he's back. Or did they we get rid of him? him? I think
1: they signed him. Yeah, I think so too. Huh. John, what's on your mind? Um on my mind is uh well, it's always going to be rodeo. Mm-hmm. Uh we'll talk about it next in next week's podcast, but the Columbia River Circuit Finals mm-hmm. there at the uh friendly but tight confines of the uh, Yakima Valley Sun Dome. It's a lot of fun watching the rodeo there. It, it is a lot a of fun but, fun, but man, you know, so our uh a barrel race in Ellensburg is you know, 17 plus seconds, unless you're going to break the arena record with 1691. But, but a barrel race in uh, the sun dome Mm -hmm. is 12 seconds and the horses, it's so tight that the horses clearly can't get up to full speed Mm -hmm. um, like they would in a, in an Ellensburg huge arena like that. So that's kind of on my mind is to see uh, how uh, (laughs) ropers and riders and barrel racers do. That's awesome. Luke, it what's okay? What's on your mind?
2: That I have not passed that driveway hey. in like a month. <laughs> that was <Double> good.
1: <laughs> we wondered, did you find the YouTube subject? listeners? You, you the window switch. here.
2: It is the hardest driveway to find.
0: I'm just I gonna point I out. I, I put out a kid at Athletic sign out. Oh, the I saw it. <laughs> <That> <laughs> I saluted it every time. Dang right. It didn't work. And though, Luke sees it
1: at 65 miles an hour, <laughs> I guess, or yeah. 50 yeah. miles an hour at least. Yeah, I'm yeah. proud of you, Luke. That's I awesome. Know, yeah. Because it's not but, just Luke that misses it. Everybody misses that driveway. Yeah. Unless you're about every
0: guest we've had. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. They, we know who our guest is because they usually hit the brake lights about right there yep.
2: and then come back. And win. That's the only way you can experience the country's house is if you pass it first. Yeah. Right. right. That's so, the only way you get the true experience. That's right. You get
0: to
1: see everything. Uh, the last few weeks, you got to see Clark Griswold remake. <laughs> of I, of uh, lights. Yeah. There's so when stuff. do you take that? That's another thing on my mind. When do you take the uh, the lights down? Well, they would have came down two days ago, but it's been cold, and I don't do that when it's windy, cold, or raining. So definitely not today, Thursday the second. No, it's, it's miserable all of, all of the above. Holy
0: cow, it's raining now, and it yeah. looked like it was might have become snow. I Look, I don't know when this weekend probably. The Christmas yeah. tree got burnt New Year's Eve, which if you haven't done that. That's fun. It makes me wonder why they like Christmas trees in houses, because how fast they go up in flames. <laughs>
2: that's uh, yeah.
0: Ours
1: has not been burned yet, but we will have a. Uh, mm-hmm. Uh, end of the Christmas break uh, bonfire at our house with my girls. And uh, the bigger the fire, I'm not going to confirm or deny any rumors that uh, I'm kind of stupid when it comes to fire. So it's okay. Yeah. I love, I love doing that. Um, I'm safe. I will say that I'm safe, but I do um, enjoy a big bonfire and my girls do too. Uh, There's not more. We could do it next to a river or something. Another thing that's on my mind. Yeah. So we were talking about it this on the uh, you know earlier in the podcast is is uh, LSU, Oklahoma, right, and then Clemson and, and Ohio State and how one game was a blowout and the other game was just great. Now and what was that? That was on the twenty eighth, I think it was last December. Saturday. Uh, oh, and yeah. so now we got to wait till the thirteenth. So the way, the weird way, the calendar. Yeah. Played out, and so basically we have to wait two weeks between the semifinals and finals, and I don't like that. I don't like so, it either. There's no reason why they can't play it this coming Monday. That's a long. So I guess the calendar mixed it up, and the NFL playoffs. Um, I guess it was just a weird, mm-hmm. a weird year for college football playoffs. So we got to wait till the 13th to, to watch that uh, play out.
0: I, I absolutely love college football. And that's a
1: uh, I mean I love the fall.
0: I don't have to work as much as fall time, you know, for farming. But uh, it's like right now I'm going through this little depression stage. Like college football's gone. But then two weeks from now I'm like, oh hey, we got a college football game. Yep. And so it, it, it prolongs a little bit. I guess it spreads the season out more. But how do you? Why can't you fall in that game that we had to got to watch with the Clemson thriller at the end? That carried the momentum. Play it this Monday, man. Yep. I will say if it works out in the seating that the Seahawks have to go to New Orleans, if someone wants to pay for that trip, because I believe it's going to be a New Orleans Seahawks game on Sunday, followed by a national championship game the next day. And the next day. Game. Wow. Wouldn't that be
1: fun? That's a yeah. logistical nightmare. So if anybody wants to sponsor us to go there, have some, well, we'll I'm one 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 from fun. there. We will podcast yeah. twice. Everybody has a price and I can be paid off. Definitely. We <laughs> will wear whatever billboard you want. Yeah. and <laughs> We will go there and do that. Um, what else is on my mind? Uh, anybody do a new year's resolution that you've already broken? Not yet. We got I'm on day two though. I haven't broke well, I haven't done it yet. My resolution, so yeah, I haven't really gonna, said anything tangible for myself. So
0: I told myself, I'm gonna go how many days in this month, 30, 31, whatever it is. Hmm. I'm gonna yeah. go that many days in a row of actually getting on the treadmill.
1: Okay, and okay. last night about eight o'clock, I was like, oh crap, I better get out yeah. there and do that. So We'll see how that lasts. Yeah. Just to kind of what's on my mind and to kind of play off of what we were talking about a little bit on Facebook and tease mm-hmm. it a little bit last week as sports resolutions. Yes. News resolutions. So let's get away from the losing weight and saving money. Right. Classic ones. These sports resolutions. I'll, I'll, I'll start. Mm-hmm. I always try to get a new rodeo under my belt every oh. year. Um, last year, I didn't get to a new rodeo. I went to a few uh, old favorites. I will say Luke got to a, a rodeo. Oh yeah. Cleolum roundup. Nice. I believe That's it was cool. your first rodeo.
2: It was. Yeah. Did a
1: bang up job on photos as well. And, That's uh, funny, maybe, um, <laughs> so that, that, that would be, uh, a couple of resolutions that I had rodeo oriented is to get back to the NFR. And that will yes. be a podcast ready kind of NFR for me. I'm going, um, let's In go mine. We're going to go. And then, uh, I'd like to get back to a a new, maybe get back to uh, the St. Paul or Malala rodeos. Mm -hmm. Those are classic ones during the 4th of July. We're going to test out if my wife's listening, because I don't know if she's
0: in the lobby right now. But piggybacking off that, uh, I want to go to the Calgary Stampede. And I've been trying to figure out a way to get our passports without her knowing why I want to get them. So I can be like, hey, let's go, if we have a free weekend and get up there
1: i feel like that'd be a fun rodeo to go to well like i said uh off the air my daughters are ready ready to uh babysit for you at any time absolutely so you got child care <laughs> Let's lined go. up you got child Let's care go. lined up
0: hmm. anything else in your mind Lynn? uh just simple. i
2: want to be your secondhand man when it comes to the helensburg rodeo next okay year. i want to it'll be That's fun my
1: sports resolution yeah. i want to learn
2: i want to cover some good tell
1: you it. what my first year reporting, I had not a clue what I was doing in yeah. Labor Day 2000, and it showed <laughs> in my writing. But uh, feature stories—I'll do features. Do features. Give me, give me a good feature, and I'll do it. What is a good feature? We'll we'll, we'll talk about it. There's so many storylines that happens at a rodeo, and of course, I'm biased just because I'm such a rodeo nutcase. But um, I mean, the amount of stories that don't get told—at least on a on a widespread spectrum, um, like a newspaper or an online story would be, there's just, there's just so many things just, uh, I mean, shoot, I've done, we've done stories on dirt in the arena, mm-hmm. you know, just the improvement. So, um, that's how, uh,
0: I have a story. That's idea how for fanatical you to I can get a great idea for you to write. I'm all ears about a great Matt Webb cowboy cross event. And the story on Luke Olson riding his first bull. <laughs>
1: You know what? <laughs> oh, my gosh. <laughs> that could be... I mean, that story's going to write itself. I think that'd be a... Gosh. If that happens, it'll be awesome. I need a sponsor. This is $100 to buy in, right? Uh, no. For the bucket list bull ride, uh, the only thing you need is to pretty much sign your life away. <laughs> <laughs> Literally. And, uh, um, no truth to the rumor that uh, you actually use an ink with with the uh, bull rider's blood. No. Nope. It's just... Uh, oh regular blue fountain pen and and uh, <laughs> that would uh having uh as a as a retired bull rider myself um <laughs> and I retired in the arena yep uh after my second we'll call it a successful ride and uh so it's, somebody's got to take over yeah I guess and it's got to continue it does what's
2: that it's got to continue and then after it's going to be eric uh, be...
0: we can just uh, we'll decide would
1: you ever well, do it eh, i'll think about it
2: <laughs> i'm going to go into the
1: uh <laughs> oh
0: I I have a very labor-friendly job, and I got to be healthy. Yeah, (laughs) but I'll think about it. I do it. I do. I I would. You know, I'll do it. Is there a proper way to fall? Yeah. Yeah.
1: Well, um, if you look at my Facebook page, you can see the um, improper way to fall. Yeah. Which is uh, lead with your shoulder. Um, (laughs) Still a little bit sore. (laughs) A little bit sore. But that's why we got people at Canyon View Physical Therapy. We've been fine. That's (laughs) right. Fixes right up. Yeah. Yeah. What else is on my mind? You know what? Like keeping with rodeo, mm-hmm. uh, on the 25th—that's Saturday—is mm-hmm. uh, the Ellensburg Rodeo Royal Court Coronation. Oh, um, and I've been the MC of that for a couple of times, and I'll be the MC uh, MC again this year, mm-hmm. and that's really fun. Uh, there's five ladies who are uh, going for uh, the crown, uh, so three spots for five ladies, and um, so unfortunately, it's going to well, it's going to be emotional for all five of them. But the, uh, it's going to be a wide spectrum of emotions, uh, when the, uh, when the uh, two princesses and the queen is announced and, and, uh, um, and then of course the two ladies who, uh, will be the runners up, I guess you could say, mm-hmm. but, uh, that's on the 25th and it's a really fun event. One is, uh, it allows the rodeo board to kind of just talk about the improvements, uh, that happened over the previous year and what to expect in the coming year. And I know one of our, wow, <laughs> there goes one. the one, pin. <laughs> one of our, uh, if you didn't see that, go to youtube.com. Yeah, search kid yeah, has really sports uh, talk. knocked over a wonderful display here, but uh, <laughs> we're, we're going to talk to Carrie clipped here uh, mm-hmm. shortly sometime soon here yeah. in the, in the month. And we'll talk about that too, but it's a, it's a fun event. Yeah. It's a fun event. I don't know if I'm worth the price of admission, but 100% you the are. food is great, the the jokes are great, and the and the ladies just do an incredible job uh representing themselves and representing the rodeo home. That's awesome. Cool. Well,
0: oh, so is that all that's on your guys' mind? That's it. Yeah, wrapping it up. We're wrapping it up. I got one thing to wrap up. Uh what's on my mind before we go. And it was the interview we did today with Jaden. Yeah. And you know, sometimes sometimes coaches get flack for playing time or they don't care or whatnot. But I think that what's on my mind is how cool I'm going on six years now as the head coach of Kittitas. And I I know that I've talked to Todd Gibson about this and other coaches in the Valley that about how special it is that, you know, wins and losses and, and getting to, you know, your seasons and whatnot. That's all great and, and dandy and whatnot in the state championships. But what's really cool. Is getting to have guys like Jaden that I've been fortunate, you know, Eli, and all there's a lo- bunch of alumni that I keep in touch with. Uh, those two come to mind because they both just got engaged, their yep. lives are carrying on, and that knowing that hopefully that within their four years, Jaden, five years of playing baseball for kid tests, we have given them some sort of a life lesson and how to succeed. Uh, I think Todd's life lessons have shown up in Xander in his interview last week and how yep. to compete. And, and my mind is on that. Uh, it's bigger than sports, and that we care about these athletes and, and guys that truly buy into our
1: programs. That they know that we have their back because they've had ours. Yeah, growing up. So, so. there's well, nothing I can do to top that. So that's a good way to to what's well, on your mind. Yeah.
0: <laughs> well, uh, I got myself stuck. I don't know where to go from there. Get on our Facebook, get on our Twitter, get Instagram, get het- or catch us on YouTube, and all the episodes are up there. And you can catch us on Anchor app or go to apple itunes or spotify or google Podcasts.
1: there's no excuse we are everywhere yes we are we're like starbucks in seattle you can't Just get away can't from go us. away yeah and
0: we will be doing a karaoke contest here soon <laughs> live maybe in the beer garden of the rodeo we don't know yet yeah. so thank you again for listening to another episode and we look forward to next week and be good to people out there that's right well, take care